0: On this episode of AV Week, we talk about all about the coronavirus and the impacts it's having on the AV industry, both from higher ed, Fortune 500, closing offices and bringing everybody home, the impact on the shows that are being canceled and postponed, all that and more. Next on AV Week
1: The Network for the AV Industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This This is Is AV Nation.
0: This is AV Nation. This is AV Week. Episode 447, recorded Friday, March 13th, 2020. Coronavirus and AV.
1: Support for AV Nation is brought to you by... Atlas IED, innovative audio solutions for every business environment. And by AV Pro Edge, manufacturer of next-level video distribution solutions. And by Just Add Power, the global leader in video over IP solutions with systems that give you easy installation, unmatched scalability, and outstanding performance.
0: This is AV Week, your weekly wrap-up of audio, visual, news, and information. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host with us to discuss the news and information we have gathered this week. First and foremost, the first lady of the AV industry. Her name is Corey Schaefer. She is with QSC. Welcome, ma'am.
1: Thanks for having me, Tim. Good to be here. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Uh, also with us, uh, I have no, no order for this in any way, shape, or form, so I'll just go from right to left in, in my my Zoom uh, outlook uh mr luke jordan from ea acoustics from fort worth not dallas how are you sir
2: i'm great how are you doing
0: i am doing well uh with us also is uh, my buddy and pal on the other side of the uh, av nation uh, universe he hosts our residential show and uh, he's also um probably one of the better dressed uh, guys in the industry at least you know in av nation which doesn't really say a whole lot because it's bradford tucker and me so
3: no, no mr
0: matt scott how are you
3: i'm great how are you
0: Doing well,
2: doing well. And, and last to but point not least, that he's wearing a V-neck. That's probably why he's so good looking.
0: That's that is why. And Mr. My Jordan has a
3: constricted. Has a thing it's, for V-neck. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, last but not least, a guy I got, I got to have a chicken sandwich with uh, this week, uh, Mr. Joe Way from USC. Welcome, sir.
4: Hey, th- thank you very much, Tim, for having me on the show.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and if you follow either Joe or I uh, on the Twitters, you will see said chicken sandwich that we got to have with Mr. Mark Coxon. So uh, first, honestly, guys, this, this entire show is going to be about <laughs> coronavirus. And I really, really tried for it not to be, but it's going to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, I, and I'm not, because here's the thing. I said this last week when we did our special on uh, how this is impacting the live staging and events um, industry. Uh, three really great guests. You should go back and, and listen to it uh, on our website. Wallace Johnson, our, our buddy, and uh, Tom Stimson, and then um, Lindsey um, Martin uh, Bilberry. Three great uh, live stage live events, folks. How it impacts them. The last seven days, though, so, at that point, um, most of the in, uh, industry events were still going on. In the last seven days, and I would honestly argue in the last forty-eight hours we're recording this at at, uh, at two o'clock Eastern on Friday the thirteenth. Oh my gosh. It, it was, it was like an hourly thing, right? Um, let's start with the industry events themselves. You've got enterprise connect, you have digital signage expo, you have Crestron masters, uh, you have national association of broadcasters (NAB). all of these have either canceled or postponed. And I'm going to put the put a little caveat, a little asterisk on the postponed. Some of those postpones do not have new dates. So we really don't know if, if it will eventually be postponed or what, but they're saying or, or canceled, but they're being postponed. Then you have things that are also impacting folks in the AV industry on a daily basis and their livelihood. You have them, uh, MLB, you have a major league baseball, which is, which is delaying the start of the season by two weeks. You have both the NHL and the NBA both canceling or, or postponing the rest of the season right now. You have uh, the NCAA, March Magnus basketball tournament, which is canceling completely. At first they said only, you know, no fans, just, you know, family and and, uh, friends and and, uh, university staff in the stands now, nothing at all. Right. So these are folks that, that not only is impacting the schools, it's impacting the students, but it's also impacting people in the industry. This is stuff that's happened in the last two, two or three days, honestly. Uh, so real quickly, and we'll. Anybody wants to want to comment on this? I'm, I'm going to let you, and then we're going to start kind of go down the road of how it's impacting folks like Joe in the in the higher education space. But what does this impact not only for the industry and the folks who work these shows, but also for the rest of this in this indes- in the industry for the rest of our calendar year? Because things are spaced out for a reason, right?
1: Yeah, I'm going to jump in and just say when you when you postpone a show like NAB. You know, these contracts are negotiated well ahead of time. So picking the venue, having the hotel uh, space, you know, et cetera. This is that, just the, the postponement and trying to push and having it be a moving target is, you know, it. It, it's incredibly challenging and just to kind of add on to the events when you think about end users. So uh, Google canceled two events that I know we at our company were participating in. So Google Next, which is their user conference, and then they also had a, 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 um, a partner summit that they were hosting as well. And so everything, you know, can just getting kicked down. I mean, this is you know, finding the venues for them and making sure the space is available, negotiating the contract—I mean, the ripple effect uh, is uh, the economic impact. We—I have never experienced anything like this in my lifetime.
0: Yeah. Um, and also announced today was uh, the Apple uh, Developer Conference is now going to be online, all streamed. Uh, we have a number of friends who who work for Apple, uh, and and they're being impacted as well. Um, yeah. You know, these, one of the things that is interesting to me is a number of, of Fortune 500 companies that are pulling back, pulling folks back, and allowing them to work at home. However, there are certain jobs and certain careers and, and occupations that you can't work at home. Um, right. One of our friends, uh, she's an engineer, and she is a, a systems engineer for Apple that has a test lab. She can't take the equipment home. To her apartment in San Francisco, and 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 test it out, right? Um, right. One of the things that we saw uh, while we were in Amsterdam was, um, you know, a, a ginormous you know video wall. She can't put that in her house, right? Um, right. So people think about the impact.
1: manufacturing. So QSC yep. is manufacturing Costa Mesa. I mean, we they do have a travel ban. They are asking people that can work from home to work from home, but it's you know, uh, there are many jobs that you just can't move to a home.
0: No. Yeah. All right. And among other things that have been canceled, classes, Well, sort of, uh, we'll talk about that in a second, um, depending on where you are. And I say this as of, you know, again, 1.30 on Friday, the 13th, my kids' school, which is you K-12 know, through 12, uh, here in, in just outside of St. Louis, they're preparing to send all the kids home here in the next few days. Um, I have not officially made that announcement yet, I want to assure my wife of that, uh, but as of right now, they have it, but they are preparing that, right? They're getting ready to send at least the, the junior highs and high schools, making sure they all have laptops and they be able, the ability to, to do things
3: from yeah, home. We just we just shut down. The, you the shut state down. Ontario uh, Brock Friday. in Toronto, yeah. Yep. Uh, shut, shut down, down for, for three weeks. weeks. Our, um, uh, the, the
2: Fort Worth ISD just shut down for two weeks, and all of the colleges, uh, state and private, Um, Many of them have announced an extended week of spring break and the teachers are going to come in during that second week of spring break to work on moving all of their in-person classes to an online format in the event that the rest of the semester is online only for every class.
3: So our, our university yeah. suspended for the rest of the semester.
0: What does that mean, though? Because wow. is this like they're not doing classes, and what does that mean to folks the, trying to graduate? The
3: announcement yesterday was that they are suspending. They are in uh, quote unquote uncharted territory, and they are literally suspending everything as of today. Okay. And, and they ha- right. they haven't expanded on whether that they're, they're going to offer online, how they're dealing with it. They don't know.
0: Well, and let's also say that we we, we haven't I mentioned the time here, and that that's important because, as of three o'clock Eastern today, uh, President uh, Trump here in the in the states is going to declare a national emergency, uh, and what that does it doesn't. Again, I'm I'm being really careful not to do any sort of you know excite uh, this too much. Uh, but that does what that does is, is here in the States, it frees up for certain federal monies. You know, It allows the, the federal government to get access to money that may may, may, may not have a, had access to or maybe had to go a different route. It gives them that freedom, right? Um, Joe, though, and I mentioned the fact that I was out with, with Joe in Orange County a couple days ago. At that time, Joe was, was, was a little, I'm not going to say excited, but anticipating this, this freedom on campus as a former tech manager, I, I feel him. Uh, because they were shutting down classes on campus, again, two days ago, um, and they were going to be able to do some of their summer installs and some of the, some of their summer work early, a good two months, three months early. As of now, though, Joe, <laughs> that's not happening.
4: Nope. Now we are in uh, pretty much, I would say, shutdown mode. I mean, outside of, of those who cannot leave, because we do have a very large contingent... Uh, of Chinese students and international students who actually can't travel anywhere, we have just started uh, a uh, almost I'd say a complete lockdown. Separate out parts of campus, keep only very essential services going, and uh, and that means even staff have to are going to work on alternating schedules and work from home schedules. We you know we now cannot get into our buildings. It's been a quite quite a change, and we we were talking about things. You know, we, we've kind of come up with a, a little, uh, uh, I'll call it a joke around here. We call it our six o'clock surprise because some announcement from the provost or the president comes out every night at six o'clock. We leave for the day wondering, thinking we have a plan for the next day, yeah. but that gets blown up. And I remember it last Friday, actually a week ago today, I'm out to dinner with my wife and all of a sudden my phone blows up at night because of the announcement that we're going to do a test of online teaching for three days which has now basically been officially through April 14th, but we know that the preparations are, which like everybody else is, uh, expect an announcement very soon. It's just going to be the way it is. And even to what Matt was saying, you know, these uncharted territories, there's academic uh, integrity issues going on. What happens with your classes? You've got coursework that's not designed to be delivered online, research, uh, you know, research courses, PhD. Think there's a lot of things that get impacted. That you think, okay, well, nowadays we're where we can teach online, but that's because those courses are designed to be done online. We're now taking an entire university that is not set up for that to say, okay, now have a new learning experience, and you have students now who who have to learn in ways and and show up or now been told not to show up, and what does that mean, and how do you serve them? Uh, especially those who can't really afford their own laptop to do this.
1: Um, and Joe, what about the impact on the network as well, right? So, yeah. I mean.
4: Well, I'm proud to say after our first test, so I guess at the peak we had 18,000 Zoom, active Zoom uh, meetings going on, and our network impact was actually lower than an average Friday night Netflix streaming throughout campus.
0: Holy cow. <laughs> say that again, though.
4: It, yes. So it was so it ranked fourth in our total streaming for the week. Is that crazy or what? Um, it is. So we actually got zero tickets for network issues, zero wow. tickets for connected. Now, there's always going to be you know the I mean, we got tickets like how do I use it and things yeah. like that, right? because it's new. But we got no dropout issues, anything. and that was because as a test, you think everyone is still on campus. It's only going to get better. Well, who knows, when people leave, and it's not being done all within our own network, uh, of course now, this is the other issue, you're assuming everybody has good internet when they go home, you're assuming, you know, all these other practices where we can, we're doing it on campus as a controlled environment, but when I saw the uh, reports, and I saw the report again today, we we do daily uh, emergency operations meetings with everybody uh, who is considered essential to the teaching and learning experience and the IT uh, support, And, uh, the numbers only got better after day two and after we, you know, they, I'm sitting here thinking, he said he tweaked some things and I'm like, what did you have to tweak? I mean, but, uh, but now it got even better and now they're integrating the blackboard into it. Uh, so I am very, uh, I'm impressed. I wish I could, you know, I really want to be our network team when they go through their, uh, their annual review, cause they're just going to pull up those slides and show how great this went. Um, but, uh, but so far it's been good so far. I'll tell you the, the biggest issue we've had is, uh, the youth who don't know how to handle something like this. Right. They don't know what this means. They're afraid. What is emotionally? Right. Exactly. And, you know, and we have over 100 student workers here who now what is going to happen to my job? You know, Mm -hmm. I'm here. You know, you, you mentioned about how this is impacting other workers. Well, I have half my staff's job is to go out and handle trouble tickets. Well, if there's no one on campus, there's no one teaching, there's no trouble tickets. What happens with them? Student workers, the same thing. There's a lot of student workers, especially at an institution like us, this is very expensive, who have to work just to assist in any way to put themselves through school. What happens if that paycheck stops and when that paycheck stops? Um, so they're worried, and they're worried for friends and family. You know, I remember when I was a student, the L.A. riots happened, and I remember that coming around me and kind of that fear that takes over. So you really feel, you know, you have to feel empathy for those who this is impacting um, beyond just did the technology work. And that's the whole other side to it.
0: All right, so let's bring that back around here, actually, for Matt and Luke and, and, and Corey at the end here. This impacts also the, the workers on the other side of that. Joe's, uh, his student workers, as well as his his, his regular employees, not regular employees, but his full-time employees. But in, in talking with a number of integrators this week uh, about ways that you know we as an industry can help one another, one of the aspects of this is the impact on the text, right? And let's just call them the, the first line, second line techs, first and second level text, because as we just learned from Joe, his entire campus is shut down. There's nobody coming up from the outside in to help him do installs, right? Uh, there's nobody going to U of I to do installs this week or next week or the week after that. Luke, when it comes to something like this, it is not planned for, right? Not your fault, but not, not the university's fault as well. How do you manage when suddenly your, your techs don't have any place to go?
2: Right now, we're it's complicated um i'm certain it it is so we had a a job scheduled at a at a school during spring break um because you know no one would be there so now we have more time to get the job done yay <laughs> um, but the the school did kind of just call us and ask they said if you don't want to do the job this next week we understand um, we would, we would love it to, to, to get done, but we want to respect your, your employees mm-hmm. and, and what they are comfortable with, with doing. And so on that one, that, that one situation, I left it up to my crew. I said, um, you know, it's a, it's a school. The school has been shut down. Uh, and so it's a private school. They shut themselves down. And I said, I don't think there's anything to worry about, but it's up to you whether or not we push this job. I gave my team the the decision-making authority in that, and then they said, no, we're good. You know, we're going to use these precautions. Here's the CDC guidelines that we've shared with our company and are asking everyone to follow, and so we're doing preventative measures as we can, but again, I'm leaving it up to my team to decide, do I go on this job site this week? All right, Mr. What Scott? if they made the decision go ahead, to not go? It's a conversation that we'll have at that time, but I am not interested in creating a work environment that people feel scared to come to work, don't feel respected or heard. Uh, it's not, I wouldn't say it's an automatic go no go, but I think it's definitely a conversation of well, let's talk about why you feel that way. Um, yeah. Or is there someone else in the company? that could maybe trade with you? You know, could you come to the, would you feel comfortable coming to the office instead of a job site and have you work on fabricating racks while someone else um, is willing to, to go trade places with you? Or is it that specific job site that you have a problem with, or is it all travel in general? And if you don't have a type of job that you can work from home on, uh, well, now's probably a good time to use some PTO to start with while we, figure out a more long-term thing for you. Same time, uh, we have three salesmen. Uh, I'm in the office. You can see behind me. The other one is on a cruise. The other one's in Belize. So we sent them emails yesterday, informing them that they would be doing a two week quarantine when they come back from overseas. Um, and sales jobs, the way we do ours is you're meeting with clients or you're in an office environment. Um, And so it's up to them and their clients. I've had three demos canceled this today. Um, One was a museum. It's been shut down. Um, But it's just, as far as actually getting out and meeting with clients, it's actually getting harder for me to meet with people. Anything in my pipeline, I'm still able to kind of push that through until we get to the point where we we need a decision because the people making decisions aren't going to meet together and they're not going to commit to spend money because they're trying to figure out you know, they don't have money coming in, maybe, um, or they don't have the technology for their entire board or trustee group to get together um, online. So decisions are going to get pushed down, which is going to affect the POs I place, which is going to affect Corey and all the other manufacturers. Um so I don't know where that's segwaying to, but it just segwayed.
0: Well, it's, 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 it actually, it, it leads us into the, the fluidity of this thing, right? Um, now, it depends on, on which, which expert and which medical expert you look at. Some are saying that this might start uh, slowing down and, and getting uh, kind of ramped down somewhere in the neighborhood of June or July. Some are saying that it will slow down in the summer months, but has a possibility of coming back uh, with a vengeance once the, the weather turns in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, you know, somewhere around October or November. That actually is, is a little bit more uncertainty as well, because as we started the show talking about all of these events that many of us go to are pushing towards that time. And if the medical experts say at that time, well, you know, slow down for a second, now you really can't travel. That's going to impact even more folks. Um, Matt, same kind of question is, is how do you manage not just the uncertainty, but also your, your staff, when a job that you were planning on suddenly is no longer available,
3: I think you really have to <clears throat> essentially handle it day by day. There's there is some forethought you can give to it, and and some you know pre planning that can happen. But you know, we are. Uh, I've never seen anything like this. I've never experienced. I don't think any like of us this. have. Yeah. No, like this is this is nuts and from you know from our standpoint we're a, we're a slightly smaller team than than Luke, and we've got people that are are already remote uh we have remote programmers and stuff like that, so they're not really affected uh directly w- with us, but we're seeing even on the residential side, we're seeing clients say, "You know what we can we can push this off." We also have clients that are saying, "Hey, you must be free now, so let's uh hop on by <laughs> um." Some of our, our corporate clients are dealing with the exact same issues we are yep. of normally most of our team comes into the office. We now need to pivot to let them stay home if they need to. We need to have solutions. So if they have to quarantine, because we've got a couple of clients that are going through that right now, and they've got staff that need to quarantine. Can they be an active participant in their work life? And, and how can you help us do that? And we're having to look at that as well as balance how much we want to be in somebody else's office because that like at the end of the day for, you know, Luke or myself or Corey or Joe, in theory, you know, who's in your office. You can have those conversations of, you know, nobody's been out of the country. Nobody's doing this. Nobody's doing this. We we know what our, uh, we like to think that we know what our family's doing. Yeah. You've been gone. It's, it's you, and so okay, have you. And so is
0: Corey. Me. And so is Joe. Just
3: yeah, want to yeah, put yeah. that out there. But that, that's so. I, I crossed into the U.S. last week, and that was that was the first question they asked me was Have you been out of the country yeah. in uh, 30 days? Where have you been? I'm
4: like, well, 30 yeah.
3: days, <laughs> uh, Amsterdam. <laughs> and I got a very interesting look from our uh, friendly TSA uh, or sorry, border security people, but. It, it's that matter of going into. We have meetings all next week with a couple of corporate clients downtown, eighty, ninety people in the offices, and I have that momentary thought of, okay, I'm going in. Uh, as long as they're still planning to meet with us, I'm not forcing any of my people to go in. Yeah. And if they don't want to go in, yeah, we can reevaluate. But you you can't you can't force someone to do something like that. Okay. Nor should you. Yeah. it's that balance of, I I hate to say it, but you know, if the majority of the economy kind of slows to a halt and work stops getting done, I'm okay with it. If we don't have to hit the point of Italy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If we hit the point of Italy, that is going to be like, I'm reading a, a, and and I was
0: gonna say explain to folks if they're not familiar with what exactly is happening. If you're
3: unaware, uh, Italy in the last probably 10 days has gone from limited travel. Please don't gather outside kind of the way the U S is is talking right now, as well as Canada to as of two days ago, the only thing open uh, mandated uh, to be allowed to be opened are pharmacies and grocery stores. And if their grocery stores are anything like the grocery store that I was in uh, an hour ago, there's not much on the shelves. This is like, we're kind of in that, that mode of seeing the people that are preppers, Mm. which is, which is ridiculous. But the client I was with this morning uh, mentioned that they think they've got, you know, a month and a half, two months of food in their freezer. And they were asking if I have enough. And I'm like, no, but I know somebody who's got a month and a half. This is a really weird time. And I don't, you know, for, for guys like Luke and myself, I have a feeling we're not going to be doing a whole lot of work the next couple of weeks. Well, not I mean, to say that Joe won't or, or, or Corey won't. Well, either, Joe, Joe won't. I mean, that's the thing yeah, Joe, Joe won't, yeah. won't
4: either. <laughs> I, I, I got a <laughs> there... whole stack of gear. I can't even install. <laughs> Yeah. I was go just going to
1: say though, is there any silver lining in this? Like, you know, is there a way to, you know, we can do some online trainings that uh, we we can attack because uh, we had planned to go to an event. So let's leverage that time. It, you know, it, what other things can we do to um, make us come out of this stronger?
3: I think this is the yeah. perfect opportunity. And this is what internally we're looking at. We've got some marketing we want to redo. We've got some, uh, you know, websites that we want to update. I'm looking at this as the golden opportunity to say, okay, we've got a bunch of stuff we need to do. We have stuff we need to do in the shop. We have stuff that we keep kicking down the road. This might be that perfect time to say, hey, you know, for the next week, y'all can come in and we can get everything inventoried and organized in the shop, get everything down, make sure we know, you know, all of those, those busy work projects that you never have enough time to do, this might be the perfect opportunity. This might be the time when, you know, Luke says to half of his people say, Hey, I want you to go work on, you know, this QSC certification, this yep. QSC certification, and this QSC certification. I, I got you. And say, you're at home. You're not doing much for us. Let's go do this. And, and, and let's properly readdress. And I, I do think, and, and I keep hearing this that, you know, a, a, again, kind of globally, The market has been in need of a bit of a correction you know, we see these cycles and, you know, again, this is a weird situation, but as long as we take advantage of it and we don't sit home and watch Netflix all the time, um, you should be able to be fairly productive if you want to be.
2: So I think the analogy I love for this and and I agree with you, you know, they say work on the business, not just in the business. Um, But it's the analogy of of cutting down a tree. You know, I'd rather spend, you know, two days sharpening my ax and one day chopping down a tree than one day sharpening my ax and two days cutting down the tree. This is the type of analogies we come up with in Texas very you, bad you cut down a
3: lot of trees in, in texas they don't have
2: i've, I've done my do, fair do they have share
4: trees they're bushes Just cut they're them all down bushes.
2: uh cut we do in down. south texas, south <laughs> not, texas. <laughs> not where i'm at we have concrete
1: <laughs> they sharpened <laughs> their saw and, cop, and cut them all down there
0: we, there we go, go. <laughs> all right there we go uh real <laughs> w- w- quickly guys as, as we wrap up here one thing i want to uh, encourage everybody is is also to, to stay stay cognizant of, of, of kind of where you've been um twitter was talking was talking about you know I think it was our buddy, Josh Schweiko, actually, who asked, if, is anybody checked up on the folks that were at ISE? Uh, and I jokingly said that, you know, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. But in, in all reality, since ISE, um, I have been on three separate business trips. Um, I'm not saying that to you know say anything other than the fact that I have you know been other places than just Amsterdam. Uh, one was with the BLC. One, um, um, Mitchell, our editor, and I uh, went up to Chicago for a, an Avexa women's event. Uh, last week. And then I mentioned that I was get, got to hang out with some folks in the OC this week. So it's not just that. It's not just Amsterdam, right? It's not just, did you travel someplace where, where is, is a known contagion? Um, I was talking with a, a manufacturer friend of ours who they had an event in San Jose last week. Well, come to find out this week, uh, one of the TSA agents that was working in the, the San Jose airport, not in the terminal they were in, but they were at the airport, has tested positive uh, for coronavirus. So now everybody, all of, all of those uh, folks from the manufacturer, they're self-quarantining because of it. Again, not because they came in contact with this agent, but because they were simply in the same airport. So be conscious and cognizant of where you are and kind of watch, right? If, if somebody from the BLC, uh, you know, God forbid, comes down with something, it's something that we will, as Aviation Nation and as those people who attended that conference, will have to, you know, pay attention to.
3: Well, look at what happened with the uh, CDA Tech Summit in, I believe, Fort Lauderdale. Yep. They they announced mid last week uh, or earlier in this week that someone attending the show had been confirmed after the show of having it. So all of the CD staff at their HQ in Indianapolis shut down and self-quarantine worked from home. But look at all the vendors that were at that show. Look at all the people yep. that were at that show. All the integrators. And this is that scary you know out of a movie moment of it's not that you were in China or Amsterdam or it's the local CVS or Walgreens or whatever you have down there or wherever you're listening it's going into the grocery store it's a scary potential time
0: Absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, that's going to do it on that happy note. Uh, so <laughs> thank you all for joining us. Uh, Corey Schaefer from QSC. Thank you, ma'am.
1: Hey, Tim, thanks for having me. And for those who want to uh, find me, QSC.com. I'm also on the Twitter and uh, other social platforms as Corey Schaefer.
0: Very good. Mr. Luke Jordan from EA, Acoustic, who, by the way, we mentioned this last week uh, on the program at the end, but they just won, not Luke specifically, but his company just won a highfalutin uh, Fort Worth, Texas uh, award. So congratulations, sir.
2: Oh, well, thank you very much. And you can find me on Twitter at Luke Jordan, E-A-V-I or
4: Eavi.com.:
0: All right, Very good. Mr. Way, thank you, sir.
4: Hey, thank you so much for having me on. Um, You can find me uh, on all the socials at Josiah Way and, of course, more about USC at usc.edu. And, of course, during all these trying times, if you need a good laugh and a good smile, I guess you should follow at It's Joe's Joe and just see how much my staff really dislikes me. (laughs) The best, <laughs> one of the
0: best social media people in the entire history of the world. <laughs> Lexi is just fantastic. And, and yeah, uh, uh, Jim as well, but yeah, Lexi is fantastic. Also, uh, your your podcast as well, sir. And Hetma.
4: Yes, uh, and of course, uh, I do uh, host the Higher Ed AV podcast. So that's at Higher Ed AV. And uh, the Higher Ed Educational Technology Managers Alliance, uh, which is at org, And also uh, that uh, we are also doing our own a virtual conference on that. By the time this hosts, it'll Again. be kind of happening. But uh, yeah, so doing a virtual conference, we're doing a flash conference talking about how. Uh, COVID-19 is really impacting our colleges and our universities of things that we maybe are doing we should have done and maybe some lessons learned and I know it'll be a, a Continuing conversation and I just want to say uh, thank you Tim for dedicating an, an episode to this I know there was a long list of articles that we were going to talk about but uh, the fact that you You know kind of recognized and, and took this time to make this a priority is huge
0: yeah, absolutely absolutely. Uh, I, I listen to smart people because most of the people I know are smarter than me so that's, that's why I know them I, I surround myself with smart people uh, alright Mr. Scott he's not one of them um, I was waiting <laughs> for that
3: with bated breath how is Tim going to make me feel oh, small and
0: insignificant I, I, will, I, will, I will argue that our buddy so Bradford Ben is also assignment. not one of the smartest people in the world right now because he got on a cruise last Friday but that's beside the point yeah it's a, it, He's been looking for this cruise for a long time, so he Everybody goes on the. Everybody a lapse in
3: judgment. I know you're he does. To come on your show today. I, I, well, he does.
1: Well, it may be a long cruise for him. Maybe may longer be, than you're he right. It
3: May be a very long <laughs> cruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all
0: right, Mr. Scott. How do people find you?
3: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matt D. Scott and pretty much every other social platform. Definitely check out uh, Resi Week as well on this here platform yep. here.
0: You've got Thanks a big butt me. show coming up on Monday too, by the way. We do. We yes. do. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And I we're
3: totally scared. going to <laughs> talk about viruses. And viruses I t- totally. <laughs> what,
0: what's funny is, is uh, <laughs> one of the guys that, that's going to be on the show is coming back from, was it not Bogota? I wanted to say Bogota.
3: It, yeah, I believe it's Bogota.
0: It was Bogota. Okay, yeah. So you come yeah. back from Bogota this weekend. So Colombia. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, My name is Tim Albright. Don't follow me on the Twitters because at this point, uh, the Blues are still the reigning Stanley Cup champions. (laughs) Now that the NHL season has been canceled two years in a row. I just wanted to put that out there. All right. Uh, But go by the website if you would, please. AVNation.tv, AVNation.tv. Matt Scott and some folks have done incredible work on that site. So uh, check that out. Also, while you're there, you can check out our our supporters section. These are the folks who help us financially, help us bring you AV Week and Resi Week and – hopefully and prayerfully in three months time, uh, Infocom 2020 and QSC is one of those. We thank them for their support. Uh, Also, while you're there, uh, check out our other shows. Uh, We've got some really, really great programs. Uh, The folks at AV Social just did one on crisis management uh, surrounding this as well. So really, really great. Uh, And some really great great ones coming up as well. So all that and more at avnation.tv. avnation.tv, thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. That's all the time we have for AV Week.